What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Welcome to Will You Accept This Rose, a production of iHeartRadio. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Gonna get all up in you tonight. What a weekend Dr. Banana and I had. The Slumber Party in New York. The live show. BravoCon. What an extravaganza. It was an extravaganza. I'll accept all of your roses. Everybody that we met in person was spectacular. We met grocery store Joe and Serena. No way. Yeah, and Ashley I was there. Why are you making things up? It was it was inconceivable how exciting it was. Welcome to another episode of (laughs) We Accept This Rose. My name is Arda Marine, coming to you from my mom's bougie apartment in New York City, New York. Oh my God! With me today is a woman who, uh, oh my God, I spent the weekend with, and I tucked her in every night in Mm -hmm. her adult crib with her sleep crown. We stayed up till four in the morning. We went to BravoCon. We crashed a wedding of a listener, which we will get to that. Uh, we did our live show. We met grocery store Joe and Serena. We hung out with Ashley. I, what a whirlwind of a weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Dr. Ariana Tana, Dana, Hannah Montana, Rosanna, Rosanna, Dana, Mittens Marine, Alaric Marine, Anna Hosnier Marine, Anna, Dana, Dr. Banana. Hello. Hi. Wow. It was truly a wild weekend. I, I don't think we slept a minute. I'm still, ins- I'm still insanely tired. Um, I will bring in our other guests and we can just tell them a little bit about our weekend before we get going. But uh, with us is a man who 
literally looks so good right now. He is the captain of the podcast, and he's actually the captain in a captain's hat right now of this particular podcast. You know he's a brilliant stand-up comedian. You know him as the host of Doug Loves Movies. You know him as the host of Wide World of Dougs. You know him as the captain of our podcast and former amazing rookie of the year. Ladies and gentlemen, one of our very favorites, Doug Benson. Oh, ahoy. Everybody. Ahoy, Doug. How are you? You look <laughs> I'm great. Good. I've seen you wearing that captain's hat out and about recently on your on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Well, I probably uh, was showing it off because, you know, I, I initially got it at the, they put it, the, uh, the internet, the internet movie database has a boat at Comic-Con every year in, in San Diego. So that's where I initially got it because that's, it's, it's a great captain's hat for me because it says IMDB on it. And of course, IMDB. So uh, it worked out perfectly. You're, you're Doug Benson. Yeah. You I'm are DB. Doug Benson. So, uh, <laughs> so I wear it all the time. I, I'm, I'm taken to wear it, wearing it in other occasions, but you probably saw me at Comic-Con because, of course, I thought that'd be a fun place to wear it. I saw you in it, and then I saw you interacting with – I don't know if you had the hat on, but I saw photos of you and John Hamm, which I enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John Hamm. Uh, I got to go to the premiere of that new Fletch movie. Two gorgeous and, men. <laughs> yeah, we had a nice – uh, Was that fun? Was a nice, it fun? nice uh, photo movie? session. Yeah, it's good. It's like it's for the people who like the Fletch books. It's, uh, you know, sticks closely closer to the to kind of how the books felt. Chevy Chase kind of took it in a different direction. Um, I <laughs> auditioned for it and I thought the script was good. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and a lady, a lady whose name is similar to yours might have gotten the part you're auditioning for. Do you know Aiden Mayeri? No, but she's friends with Debbie Ryan now who keeps posting and it kind of who's one of my very good friends. And there's a part of me that feels... It feels a little weird to see a lot of posts with my friend with another Aiden Mary. It's like it feels a little it's very similar. It's strange. It feels a. It feels. <laughs> I mean, at least she's not blonde, and like we have different vibes. But it's a little weird that she's like super tight with my friend Debbie now that I'm like, okay, that's a little close, Aiden Mary. That's a little. But that that little that close. woman is Persian, isn't that crazy? Um, yeah. 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 She's um, nice. She's nice though. Um, also with us today is a woman who may have to pop out because there's an animal emergency and we know that if nothing else, this woman loves animals. Ladies and gentlemen, Katie Levine. Hello. Yes. The vet might call me. You might have to take a call from a vet. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully well, that's it's all so, okay. Uh, before, um, you know what? I bet it, I bet it is. I, if, if yeah. it's not, I don't even, it is, it is. It for yeah. sure is. Look, we, we, we got, we have a lot of vet calls on this podcast. Yes. There's a lot of calls from vets. There's a lot of. So um, before we get going, Anna and I, I feel like we just need to take two minutes to just hit the high points of the weekend. Anna and I had a slumber party. We had our live show at Union Hall, which was tr the fans that showed up. I used to host a show there. I've never seen it more crowded. And the Bell House has offered us a Saturday night in April or May, which I think we're going to have to do. I think we it could not have been more fun. Dr. Banana wore the cutest jumpsuit that was this black jumpsuit that had tigers all over it. Mm -hmm. And... Um, you know, we we had gotten an email from these fans that were going to go to Sayulita to where they record Bachelor in Paradise for their honeymoon. And they jokingly said, if you want to crash our wedding, you're welcome to. Mm -hmm. So we actually, and we'll put it on our Instagram pages, Saturday night before the show, 
we crashed their wedding. We and, crashed it. Um, and it was, and we, it was so fun. And then they actually, the day after their wedding, they came to the show. They had tickets. So their first day of their honeymoon, they came to the show. We brought them on stage. Uh, they got to meet Ashley I and grocery store Joe and Serena, who got to tell them about the hotel. And um, my brother kept saying he couldn't believe how, my brother also did the show. He kept saying he couldn't believe how good looking grocery store Joe and Serena were. Like he didn't know what to say to them because they were so good looking. I found Serena to be so so beautiful. I mean, Joe is, you know, conventionally attractive too, but like uh, Serena was gorgeous. Oh my I God, was like, was, wow. She was so pretty and she was so nice. And like anytime we interact with Bachelor contestants, unless they're Wells or Ashley I, they all seem like they don't quite know what to make of us, but they were like sweet and good sports. And Joe is literally just like a dude that happens to have like wandered into the Bachelor franchise. Would you say that's a fair takeaway? I thought, okay, so some people, I saw an email that said they thought that Joe was rude, but I didn't think so. I thought Joe was a real person who was just a guy who got sucked into the, like, literally, like, vacuumed into this, like, world, and he was just, you know, getting through it. Like, I didn't think he was rude at all. I thought he was hilarious at the show and, like, considering a decent sport about all of it, and I thought all his answers were so authentically him. I couldn't be mad at it. Well, could you imagine even wandering it? Like, it was like broad daylight on a Sunday afternoon. There's like a thousand <laughs> women there in like champion t-shirts. You know, yeah. they're interacting with me and my brother, like dancing on stage, playing a game, like co-hog or co-host. It was really fun. So I do think, so we're going to do another one at the Bell House, which is three times the size. We'll do it this spring. We're going to get a Saturday night. Um, uh, maybe Brian Safi and I can do Union Hall stand-up the night before. I have a full extravaganza. All right, let's get. It was so fun, though. Um, Oh, and mission accomplished. I got to be uh, Sonia Morgan doing a staged reading at BravoCon, and I got invited to go be on Watch What Happens Live. I'll be on it November 2nd. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Because you killed it. Thanks. Oh, with Meredith Marks. I'm going to be on with Meredith Marks, who we waited in line to get a photo op with, with her son, Brooks. Um, Okay, Doug, overall, are you enjoying Paradise? Um, it's okay, I guess. I, I it's interesting because it's the thing I'm enjoying most uh, with each episode is antici- anticipating the next one because they're good about teasing this stuff's going to start yeah. to happen, and yes. then it doesn't end up t- to be much when it does happen. <laughs> it's a pretty, it's a crowd that's kind of like seems pretty. You know, except for the emotion, you know, sp- the supposed emotions the women uh, have, they, they all seem pretty down with the program. Yeah, like, we don't have any, like, nightmare guy. Aside, I mean, the pizza guy is so terrible that, like, he's almost not even a fun villain because he's so insane. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's like him and, and, like, Sally. And it's just funny how when somebody comes in that's going to be a fun villain character, everybody just circles around him and says, you need to go. Yeah, you got to get out of this town. We don't need a villain here. <laughs> so, did, you know what I mean? Wh- what did you think about Sally? Like, literally they just like all just ganged up on her and just made it happen like she she yeah. didn't know what to say or do like it was so weird and she's like now like they keep begging her to be on the franchise and she's just left twice all right so here we are we're starting out 
a rose ceremony is coming up. The women have all the power. The guys are like, oh, all the women have left. And uh, so, so if you're cool with this, Doug, basically the way we've been doing it, because it's hard with four hours of content to break down, we sort of just pick couples and discuss couple by couple rather than going straight through it. Does that work for you? I love it. Okay, so let's start with up top. The first one, we have, lo and behold, Michael is like, well, I guess I'm going home. Uh, there's not going to be a lady for me. And, like, you know, there's a rose ceremony coming up. I just needed an angel. And they start playing angel music. And they cue Danielle, the neonatal nurse, who uh, lost her fiancé, who understands what he's been through. And then they go on a boat date. And um, we know Danielle. We love Danielle. And, but I'm concerned that this guy is going to keep doing over and over. Like he's saying it, like I get close and then I poke holes and then I run. It's like, I think he can't help himself. Doug, what, how do you think this is going to end? Michael's just going to keep doing the same thing over and over again until his kid's like 18 or something, you know, like he's just, that's his thing. Like just, uh, you know, getting close to somebody then backing down because with that, you know, built-in excuse that he has all the time. Well, and it also feels like he, he like literally, he's the ultimate now crush collector where he, I believe he believes it in the moment of like, oh, you're the angel. And then he just cannot help himself, but to like get somebody in and then like barrel roll out. It must feel so terrible to be on the receiving end of that. And they're all just like, you know, hinging everything on, oh, I'm going to meet that person that seemed kind of interesting to me when I watched them on a reality show, you know, an earlier season of the show. Like, it's this weird dating service now that's like, oh, come meet the person from the show that you that you think you'd be, you know. And then what are the odds that that's going to, that those couples are really going to, you know, click in a real way? Well, it's funny as you say that, it also makes me think of, we met... You hadn't watched it yet, but our very first season, there was a character on it that was like a real underdog who wasn't like the buff guy. His name was James Taylor, and he was basically like, I'm the guy that never gets the girl. And then when we met him, he'd been completely ruined by the show. Where And he talked about it on podcasts, and we're not telling any tales out of school. Like, he'd slept with like hundreds of women in a very short period of time, having been like, like, and he was just... Like, and he's, I think he just got arrested and had like an underage girl with him. Like, I think he, it's, I almost think the guys that are the present as the nice, safe choices, like it takes a special guy to resist the amount of women that see this, see them as safe and kind, want to go be with the kind one. I think it can really do some damage to these nice guys that probably have so many women coming at them. Oh, yeah. And even within the course of one season or, you know, from one from Bachelor to a Paradise or something, we'll discover uh, a lot of the characters that come off really nice end up being shitty in some way or another. Like they, yeah. they end up having a kid at home they're not telling anybody about right. or they, they have multiple girlfriends or whatever it is. Like, yeah, that always seems to come out with the, the sweetheart characters because they... You know, they're used to, they've figured out, you know, how to be nice to women and, uh, you know, uh, coerce them into whatever it is they're looking for. 
I mean, I'm rooting for them because I really like Danielle and I wish her well, but I'm concerned for her that, like, she's going to get her heart broken. Uh, Anna, Katie, you've met Danielle. She's sweet as can be. Like, Oh, she's so think, nice. What do you think of this uh, pairing? I mean, I I do think it's interesting that because they have that background of lo- losing someone, and I honestly, I forgot that uh, Danielle's fiancé had passed, and that's... Um, I don't know. Maybe it will work out. Like, look, I'm not the biggest fan of Michael. I don't trust him. I don't know yeah. what he's up to, but I I do hope for Danielle's sake because she's so lovely that yeah. it works out in some regard. But if he fucks her over, yeah. I will kill his ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I think they're age appropriate for each other, which I think is great. How old I is she? She's 37. She... Oh, okay. Yeah. And I mean, if she's still... She's still a nurse in like some capacity and you know where there's a lot of hospitals is that part of Ohio. So yeah, 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 clinic yeah. and university hospitals are there. So like, I don't know. I could see it working. I hope it works. And I hope the way they acted, I mean, they even mentioned how they had DM'd with each other. I was like, oh, they like have talked. Yeah, like for the way sure. it happened, I was like, it it felt very honestly, it felt very set up in a way, like kind of a yeah, weird it way. did for sure. I know yeah, he was like now. Danny. They already have nicknames, Danny. Yeah, yeah. The way he was like Danny, I was like, oh, you guys know each other, okay? Yeah, and like uh, poor Sierra that was in love with him that got sent home has to sit and watch him just do the same thing all over again with somebody else. Yeah, yeah. she just she just gets to watch it play out on TV. Yeah, it, that, that that, that's that, that's what he that's just what he does is he gets close and then pushes away. And it's with this weird excuse. I think he just kind of still wants to be now. He knows that his fame is even higher than it was the last time he came off one of these shows. So I think he just wants to get back out into the world and enjoy that and agree, be, be like a celebrity. Do, do you guys Co- think, though, he was waiting for her? Because, like, I had asked that I last. So. Yes. And yes. now I'm like, oh, my God, I think he was. Yeah. Which a lot of his his yeah. relationship with Sierra was to get a rose. Yeah. Which, yes. which is part of what it is now, too, is this forced coupling is making couples that aren't really built to last, as we've seen with this whole split thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, it works for some, but others, it's like, uh, you know, uh, they can't they can't withstand all the little things that get thrown at them on the show. Well, then at the rose ceremony, speaking of rose ceremonies, Pizza Preneur was so disgusting <laughs> and out of control. I mean, talk about when he's talking about somebody being a cloud chaser and all he's doing is screaming the name of his own business. Like, like he's, he's like not even a fun villain and he's coming after Brittany, who's so elegant and lovely. And then Casey starts like stirring. He's, he's been a fire starter, stirring the pot the whole season. So then he stirs the part, he starts a fire, and then she goes and confronts him. Casey can't handle it, and then collapses and gets taken away. That was in banana pants. I love that Casey got took away. First of all, he got he had to have he was having a conversation with uh, James, I believe, and like the people had to say, "Hey, you need to get out so we could take this guy to the hospital." Mm-hmm. Uh, they broke up. They broke up their last uh, last moment of growing out with each other, but then. Once he goes off in that ambulance, nobody on the beach ever says a word about him again. Nobody has any concern for, well, what happened to him? Like, he just well, left in an ambulance and that was that. 
You're absolutely right. And what's insane about it is apparently, I mean, look, I, I like what's so crazy is the guy's stirring shit and then can't handle the fact that he's stirring shit. Oh, and man. then like has a physical reaction. Nobody cares, but he still wants to sit and trash talk in the ambulance. But yeah, they're still the, talking game. But then the poor guy turns out, Doug, you're not even going to believe this. It's so fucked. This poor guy has not walked in four months since he fell. He actually broke three bones in his foot. And he's like, like somehow that fall from like starting a fight with the pizzapreneur, he literally hasn't walked in four months. He broke three bones in his foot. That yeah, crazy. it's pretty bad. He posted a photo of himself in a cast literally last night being like, this is right now. This is current day. I'm still in a cast. I've had to have like three surgeries or something. Wait, can I just say he's like the definition of like, fuck around and find out. Yeah, like, you fucked around and you could not handle the heat, which is like, I feel like I, you know, like as women, I a part of us, you know, and this is maybe a gender stereotype, but we were kind of like, you know, eating the drama up of like, mm-hmm. and then the yeah. second he does says something, and someone's like, "Hey, pizza boy, how dare you?" He's like, yeah. "Oh boy, oh god, I don't feel so good, you guys." Yeah, it's I like know. you did that. You definitely watch it. I'm like, you did that. You were you literally set this whole thing in motion, this whole yeah. house trap, and then you're watching it. I mean, and this is all you've been doing the whole time on Paradise is setting little fires and being like, hey, Doug, Alicia's talking to that guy at the bar. Like, all he does is point out if somebody's having a conversation with someone. He just sits and stirs the pot. And then when there's actual, like, loud consequences, he then collapses at the bar. It was insane. Well, it's insane that he thought that that was his shot at a rose, was saying that stuff to her. Like, she, who he hadn't talked to at all up to that point, would be like, hey, you're the one for me. Uh, yeah. The guy who just made my night awful by telling me this thing that I could have learned when I watched this thing back later. It is literally. We have and also it. something that no one believed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's literally as we say on our bachelor school here, never be the tattletale. Never be the one that goes to the lead if you're on the main franchise and that try to be like the sympathy tattletale of what's going on in the you're never going to make it to like fantasy suites by being the tattletale. It's never well, our- that- yeah. If there's something you really feel like you have to tell the person, get the get the hot makeout going first. Don't use your time for that. But if you've had yeah. a hot makeout, then go ahead and say, "Oh, and by the way, that guy's an ass." You know, then you can just throw that in there, like you're just saying it casually, like pillow talk. You know what? Speaking of speaking of uh, just like <laughs> a good line in there, how much did we love when Brittany said to him? It's really funny how men act when they don't get what they want. I mean, I lo- I loved it. He was, like, we didn't see one clip of her talking about TikTok or Instagram or, like. No. Like, he is <laughs> the worst. He's, like, the actual worst. Yeah. He's, he's uh, you know, got a little reckoning to do, uh, you know, when he watches it back. Because it's just like the, all the things he was saying after the date to to justify why she wouldn't want give him a rose yeah. or want to see him again, uh, all that stuff was like just fantasy. Like he was just did not he was not on that same date that we saw. 
Dude, dude, dude. You, 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 only, you only say you only like my eyes? Yeah, I was the most beautiful eyes. What else? Like, Yeah. Come on. Give me a list of the great things that you like about me. Now. Gosh. We just met. He was just <laughs> – have you met you? Have you had guys like that at any of your shows, Doug? Uh, yeah, sometimes. You know, I mean, you know, they like to have a good time, go out, see some comedy. But man, you know, I, I'm glad I don't have to, you know, date them or be friends with them or anything because he's just—he's just too much. He was brutal. Oh my god! Before we okay, so then we get to the rose ceremony. Side note: How much did you love Romeo's eyes last week when he got captured by the doctor? When he just when she asked him to leave, like the pushing on his eyes when he left the beach did that delight you to no end? I mean, it's just he really delivers with that. Like even his little opening moment in the credits, I'm gonna miss him sticking his head out and making those big eyes. You know, like uh, Romeo is, is amazing. Um, so then we have <laughs> Shanae is busy like making out with Logan, but then uh, James is making sort of a last ditch effort to get a rose. He does a shrimp taste test where he blindfolds her and like feeds her shrimp tacos to see if she can tell the difference between that and just like regular shrimp. Um, I actually personally, I would have kept James over Logan. Uh, Doug, if you were going to go on a road trip with James or Logan, which one would you have picked? Oh, uh, James by a, a mile because James, like every step of the way, has been so cool about everything. And Logan's always, always sitting over there acting like, you know, every decision regarding, you know, every woman is his to make and the women just have to play along or something. Like, yeah. you know, James is actually considerate, you know, came up with that whole taco eating thing, uh, shrimp taco thing. But also... Uh, here's my theory to just jump ahead a second. Um, James would not have fooled around. James would have been one of the guys just chilling and not messing around with the new girls when they split up. You know what? He would have been faithful to Shanae in ways that Logan clearly is not. That's a really good theory. I think, I actually think you're right. I think, although she's not being faithful herself. So, but I think you're right. No, then she goes and pulls some shit. I mean, it's just, it's endless. But, like, at least uh, James would have, you know, when she came back, would have still been interested in her instead of, like, angry at her for exploring other possibilities. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. You know, he handled the whole Logan thing way better than Logan handled, you know what I mean? It was not a two-way street there. Like, one guy couldn't handle it, and the other one was chill. Uh, meanwhile, the final other rude thing that the pizzapreneur said was so rude. Her looks are going to give out, and she's going to get older, and they're going to fade, and she's going to have nothing for her Instagram posts. I mean, is it, it just it gets? And when somebody's feelings are hurt by somebody, especially of the opposite sex, it just gets so so mean so fast. It was so mean. It was like, just, just so mean. Yeah, just lashing out so hard and not, it doesn't make, it just makes him look awful. Like it does not, he didn't win any points with that with anybody. So really the rest of the episode, there wasn't that much. They had the date with Danielle and Michael had the date. Um, uh, You know, he was saying like, um, you know, I I lit a fire with the love you left behind. They like the lyrics of that song. Uh, Brandon and uh, Cien, uh, 
They, you know, they're so cute. And then lo and behold, Jesse Palmer shows up and he's like, ladies, pack your bags. So now Brittany's kissing Andrew. Um, you know, there's some, there's some people hooking up and you have to leave. They, he brings in women and they're like, who are these? And Aaron literally starts licking his lips and he goes, the girls look good and they look ready. That phrasing is so disgusting. <laughs> but they set him up with that, I think. I think producers probably got him to say that because he's turned out to be one of the ones that's been pretty chill and not hitting yeah. on anybody, just waiting for Genevieve to come back. He hasn't made out with anybody yet? No, he's one of the guys that's like, I'm very into Genevieve and I'm not going to do anything. So he didn't even actually do anything. So Yeah, wow. strangely, strangely, Johnny is waiting for uh, Victoria. I and, saw that. I didn't see and, uh, Aaron. I thought Aaron made out with somebody. I thought no. he was no. out with a. Oh my god, that makes me shocked and like Aaron a little more. No, he. Well, I he, he still like might. Talked. He's he still might. Well, he like talked to somebody, right? Yeah, he and talked to that girl. So. Even, he talked to that girl Kate, who's been making it with Jacob, and he's like, "You're go." He's like, "You're so good looking. I'm acting awkward," and she's the one who's. Lori said that girl Kate, his voice is kind of like. Um, you know, like, 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 as I should, yeah. I should ever come at anyone's voice. I and mean, let's be real, listen to mine. But like, apparently, Kate, according to our bachelor historian Lorian, Kate allegedly claims she's kissed Harry Styles. Oh yeah, she, I, I heard really? a podcast interview with her where she like went on a date with uh, Harry Styles. Wow, um, she was the one when her season that the first time she appeared, she was just kind of like uh, unlikable and very much the like. Uh, you know, woman with money, her own money, because she's a real estate agent, oh, and yeah. she's she's soft. She's softer now. She like did a little change to her uh, approach. She's still a barracuda, but she's like softer about it this time she, around. She works for the Oppenheim Group, like the same group that shoots like Selling Sunset, but she's not oh, on Selling really? Sunset. Oh, really? Oh, that's yeah. exciting. She's an Oppenheimer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, she's so she's she's going to be a real real troublemaker. Uh, I say we take a quick break and then we come back and we discuss how the gals reacted and then we get into some of the new twists and turns and we'll be take a quick break. We'll be right back. Guys, it's time for Bachelorette Paradise. Put on your monokinis and get ready to get an STD. Arriba. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. 
Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. And we're back! Before we get going, Anna, can we just give it? A shout out to how wonderful the bride and groom was and how wonderful the wedding was. Dan and Ariel were so cute. They sent us a picture of them. They're in paradise right now on their honeymoon. And their wedding was so beautiful. And like their father came up to us and was so sweet and said, they're so excited you're here. Like everyone was so welcoming. It was this beautiful wedding. And it was so sweet to have them at the show the next day. Like, you know, we're always just so touched by our amazing listeners and to get to be included in somebody's really intimate moment. And their wedding was paradise themed. Yeah, their wedding was paradise themed. It was incredible. There was a drink at the bar called Almost Paradise. Yeah. That definitely sent you to paradise, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and, they, and they played Almost Paradise and like they yes. had like light up palm trees on each uh, table and like pineapples and stuff. It was yeah. really so fun. It, they were But so also lovely. like the classiest wedding. No, it was, it was incredible. really elegant. It was really beautiful. Yeah. It was like a really nice wedding. And they were like, <laughs> like we actually like went to like a pretty intimate, fancy wedding. And they were so welcoming. And so shout out Dan and Ariel, the newlyweds. We love them. They, they're pals. They, they, they were really lovely. And Dan has a great laugh, by the way. Dan, Dan. is, I, every time Dan was laughing, I was like, this is great. This and how, is great. Great, how great was Union Hall? I mean, it's the best venue. It was so fun. They got to ask advice about Paradise from Ashley, uh, Ashley, I, Serena and Joe. Like they were able to like kind of talk to them about that, which was good. And they were they're staying in the room that Ashley, I and Jared stayed in. So, well, so it turns out a which, boom, boom which room we're about to talk to about right now. They said they warned them the bathroom is outside. So yeah. um, here they go. So here we are. The ladies have just been told to pack up. And I got to say, coming back to becoming a champion, you know, your cameras are on you. Victoria F. Victoria F. is a, a hot lady and she knows it and she knows guys will have always liked her. They'll always like her. You know, she's actually been pretty nice to the other women this year. She has been pretty cool. And like when she was watching Jill freaking out, the sobbing, like cameras are on you. Like have a little I kind of like Jill. I like that Jill just has no chill and is just going for it. I think it's yeah. it's kind of refreshing in a funny way because she's not like, I don't know. There's something when Lace does it where I'm like, Ugh. but then when Jill does it, I'm like, it's kind of fun. It's kind of funny and fun. Like she just goes for I mean, it in a fun, fun way. She's fun television, but to literally be hysterically sobbing within moments before like, I mean, look, I get it. I guess if you really, really like somebody, you just had the best day of your life, and then, like, five of the hottest women in bikinis, <laughs> they just brought, like, really hot women in bikinis, including Flo from Australia. Um, who, shout out, Flo. Shout out, Flo. Like, like, the, the, yes, the, women were, the women were mad that they were forced to go to a really nice hotel with air conditioning and just go and hang bathrooms, out. Bathrooms in the rooms. Yeah, like they they were mad about that. Like, but but also Genevieve and Jill and uh, you know, uh, like all the way back to you know Ashley are good television because they just go ahead and express every emotion out of their face without like just taking a beat and thinking about it. You know, uh, they just yes. give it up right away because you're both 
so traumatized by like what should have been like, yeah. Oh, I see. We're, they're going to bring us some men. Like they brought them some women. Why would they just assume they'd just be taken out of the equation and not given their own set of men and their own set of new problems? You know, what, they're, what I they're so. <laughs> I found very interesting how quickly a lot of the men were like, "Hello, ladies." And then the editing of the women ignoring the new guys. Like they were just how loyal the women were and how quick the guys were just to start, a, like restart the whole game. Right. But then it turns out there was two of the guys that were really into that. And the other three were just being, you know, uh, as social as they needed to be to not be assholes to the new women. But then, but even like sweet Andrew, who gets pulled aside by Jesenia, um, yeah. it's like, by the way, when people, I love how like every single date, it's the equivalent of like, no, you, like, I don't want to step on any toes, but I mean, yeah, you have to be selfish and explore your connections. And then for a woman to be like, you know, it's really hard. Like nobody would guess I was in the pageant circuit, but I'm a nerd. I also love video games. Like. Oh, so you're like a dream girl. Like you're a pageant girl who loves <laughs> video games. Like, oh, that must be hard for you to find a date. I can imagine that's really challenging for you. Like that that's a challenging thing to admit to a guy. That you're a pageant girl who loves video games. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, uh, Andrew's girl at the same time, Brittany, is off on the other side already getting in an up and down relationship with a different guy that's like breaking her heart over there. Immediately, everybody wants Tyler. Now, yeah. here's a theory, and there's, I don't like to say this out loud, but my theory is the guys that they brought in, the one that had the most currency within the Bachelor world was Tyler because he's newly coming off of a season. He made it to the final four. He was sort of a hot commodity. Like the guy that's Thor's body double, people don't know him because he's not from us. He's not from the U.S. Alex, even though he's gorgeous, has been on the franchise too many times. Like, I think people know their value is hooking up with somebody that's sort of a hot commodity within the franchise. Do you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. That's they they even refer to him specifically as a commodity at one point. Like, uh, I think Shanae, when she starts to go for him, just like for Tyler, she's just like, oh, I have to because he's a commodity. Um, yes. you know, that, that language is seeping into their, just into their regular <laughs> when they're being uh, interviewed and stuff. It's weird because like in somebody, one of our listeners tweeted in, like in theory, the Thor guy is actually like a much better looking version of Jacob. You know what I mean? But he's not mm -hmm. known here. So like if, if this was in Australia, people would be all over him, but because he's an unknown quantity, people are like, whatever. It's like, it doesn't matter. Would you agree with Which that? Which is Dr. wild. Banana? It's so wild because then it's like, what if you get with him? Then you get to go to Australia. Like, why not? By the way, yeah. point, here's a fact about this guy. He's actually, I believe he's a rocket scientist, but but it turns out now he's just Thor's body double. But isn't he like a scientist? I forget. I'll, let me look him up and get back to you. I think he was like, I think he's like a science nerd. And he's like, he was a sweetie. We, we like him. He was him. great on, on a... Yeah, he's a uh, real sweetie, but the women aren't, like, taking any time to get to know him. He's a lovely guy. He's a geologist. He's a geologist. Um, yeah. He's, he's, not, he's not goofy. Like, Jacob is, wins people over with his goofiness, I think, you know? 
But Jacob oh, is but I think he might actually worse. be. Wait, he might actually be a body double for what's his it name. Says, it says that for real. Like they they said it. They said Thor's body double, and then they put parentheses underneath, and it says no, really, he is like for real. Ugh. Oh no, I think he is because it's on his Instagram as well. It's crazy. How about what's the- his name? Thor is that guy. Chris Hemsworth is from Australia. Oh yeah. Well, how about the editing of the women sobbing in the van? Genevieve sobbing, Jill <laughs> sobbing, and then like the guys all just like chatting with it, like Rodney and Liza, and like um, uh, you know Michael and De- just the guys just having the best time, and um, the women sobbing, like just they've just given up in the van. I thought all the women, uh, the way they're you know playing it it felt like all the women were going to come back to find out that all of their men had moved on like it really they really were setting it up like the men were just like you know hungry wolves and a a, you know and a bunch of little red riding hoods just ran in you know and uh two of them two of them were two of them were like going for it and also though justifying while they're going for it every step of the way like in their interviews and stuff saying well hey aren't we here to try to find real connections and shouldn't we explore like so saying that, be, that before you do something. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Every date with Logan or Jacob is like, yeah, no, she'll get it because you have to explore. So if you have to explore me, you know, and like how also they're like, whoa, these are new ones. I've already had that one. This is a new one. It's like so disheartening. <laughs> yeah, and it's also who you can uh, see going to the end with in terms of just getting giving each other roses uh, you know, not necessarily. I've already heard somebody at my, I think it was Rodney already throwing down the, yeah, I'd really like to date this person off the Island. So he doesn't even care about getting an engagement. He just wants to like, and then continue the relationship uh, off the show. So let's talk about Rodney and Eliza. She is so cute. She, if I recall, she was one of my draft picks, maybe even number one, during clay tour season, but she didn't make it far enough. She was so cute. And um, I don't think she even made it. Like, did she make it past night one? I just remember thinking she was. Yes, she did. She got decently far, but she didn't get a lot of screen time probably because she was a normal person. She and Rodney are so cute. And I have to say, like, I feel badly because I really do like loose. I like loose a lot, but like lace. lace. Yes, but like I know we I all call her loose now. <laughs> I feel badly for her because I'm rooting for her, but like it almost feels like Rodney was waiting for Eliza, and it's hard to compete with Eliza, you know. No, mm-hmm. she's Lace got completely screwed. Every every they just completely set her up uh, yeah. to to have uh, you know, and then to have her you know pull the move of like getting to come back and surprise everybody and how awkward all of that was. Well, let's talk about that. So so she's over there. He's having the date of, he's having like his Brandon and uh, Serene night. Like they, they have, they are falling in love. Like Brandon and Serene did night one. Meanwhile, Lace is literally just prone on a bed in a bougie hotel, sobbing her like, eyelash extensions off and she's literally like 
she's like tucked away like they had to like put her to bed like she's yes. you know when it's like yes. almost like back in the day when they're like she's so hysterical she had to go to bed she, like she she's like an she old time yes exactly yeah she had the vapor she's on a fainting couch she said like it's like we would be by her side fanning her and like and like literally they didn't like you know production was like saw a window she's so hysterical she didn't even like She's a beautiful woman, but they didn't even let her kind of like tidy herself up. It's like, you know what? I'm going to go talk. Like she'd been lying in these jean shorts and this halter top all day sobbing. And it yeah. probably had a couple of like soft blancs in her, you know? And they're like, hey, we can send you through the service entrance of this hotel and find you a white Escalade to stumble. Like, hey, why did you go over there? Like she didn't even kind of like get a second to gather herself. Like she stumbled. They sent her off in the night in this white escalade. Mm -hmm. And then all the bros just were like, so bro code protecting their boy. They're like, Oh, Hey, Hey, lady. She was so great. When they're like, are you, is it just you? Are you you the only one here? Like are our ladies going to come catch us right now too? Like, or do you have other women with you? And, and, and like, she was asking questions and they start grilling her and she's like, you're not telling me anything. It was so brutal. Doug, what did you think of all that? Well, first of all, they were, you know, didn't want to be the one to have to give her the bad news. And I don't think they were covering for him as much as they just didn't want to have to say the words, you know, and then once it did come out, he's on a date. Then none of them wanted to say, and it's probably going great because they've really clearly been hitting it off. Yeah. Like nobody wanted to say it. And uh, yeah. so, and I think Andrew in that scenario right there, I think Andrew, whenever he contributes, I think his, he's saying nonsense because I think he's drunk at that point. Oh, I love that. Because every time he speaks, he's just not really helping. And he doesn't sound like typical Andrew. He sounds a little bit more obnoxious than normal Andrew. Um, yeah. So watch that scene again if you want to really get into it. But uh, But that whole sequence is really quite fascinating because she really is – She's also not giving them, you know, they're both not giving each other any information, but she's not giving them the info because she's just laser focused on what the fuck is Rodney doing. And I love love when they said, when they go, are the girls here? No. Do they miss us? And she goes, do you guys miss us? Did Rodney miss me? Oh, that was She was tough. She was, she had great lines. But a couple of them could have said yes, uh, and they didn't. Like, it could have gone, yes, I miss, and could have name-checked exactly who they miss. But there was no communication there. It was just all everybody just uh, being weird. It was so good. (laughs) Yeah, it was was pretty uh, I loved it. (laughs) And then just have Rodney and Eliza walk in, like, hand in hand. Oh, my God. Down the the stairs. Like, to coordinate the timing of these things. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god they're like okay okay we got lace in the van okay wait drive no uh, drive rodney rodney and eliza around a couple more times like it was incredible and then the women were like hey Liza, just come over here for like it was it was riveting television yeah people on reality shows spend a lot of time like hey just wait over here for a while while they set up some the next you know thing that these people are going to get trapped in this next awkward situation so then we have Andrew, and did Andrew, who goes on a date and then immediately takes an outdoor shower in their clothes? Like, did he and Jacinny just, like, 
they like are having a dinner and then they're like somehow in an outdoor shower together. I don't think that's him and Jacenia. Am I wrong? It was hard to understand. No, yeah, they like walked up to a wall to make out and then like a shower turned on over them and I don't really fully understand what was happening. It was not that clear. That was Andrew, right? That was Andrew and Yesenia. Yeah, it was Andrew and Yesenia. After Andrew was really trying to hold out. He was trying to be like, yeah, no, no, I can't. But then I'm a I guess relationship guy. Yeah, but Jacenia really came after him. Well, she like, said, I really. play video games. And he was I like, play, yeah. I play video games. I play video games. <laughs> yeah, he really was like, he really was like, you know, like looking to kind of side eye the camera, like, well, see, this is why I cannot walk away from this America. Because yeah. she yeah. just said she plays video games. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. You know, she how can you walk it. away from a perfect woman? She literally played her cards. She's your nightmare. Like, if you're away and that's who your guy's having dinner with, like, that's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. She's but maybe also, maybe in his gut, he knew that Brittany was uh, already dying to hook up with Tyler. I mean, I, I, yeah, okay. So let's talk about <laughs> that. Tyler is making out with everybody. Um, Tyler makes out with Brittany. And then Tyler gets taken on a date immediately with Shanae. So, but Shanae goes off on the date. And they do tantric yoga. And... She's super horny and she comes back and she wants to like have sex with him immediately and like goes to the boom boom room, sets, which also looks like a really nice hotel room, side note, and then immediately gets cock blocked by Jill who's been sobbing everywhere holding her dildo crystals, like like holding her dildo crystals from her date trying to like, and then can't read the room and, and then and Sinead's talking about how she's super sore, particularly in her crotch area. And then um, she, Jill will not go away. And Tyler is like, I'm out of here. Thoughts, Doug? I mean, Jill with the flying clock block. I mean, it was just spectacular. The, the, <laughs> not, the, not, the not getting the hint. And then just like in the way they edited it. So it just it did feel like Jill just kept bringing up new things to talk about instead of going to bed. Uh, but also she was in a, she must've been a little boozed up because she was oh, in, yeah. you know, a little bit too good of a mood, but that's, what's funny about Jill and Genevieve and Ashley is they'll all, just cry, laugh and laugh, cry. Like they will just go from one thing to the next in such a big way uh, that they're always, they're always good television. Do you think the producers sent Jill to cock block them, Anna? That's a good question. I don't think you need to send Jill to do anything. I think Jill is like a perfect reality show character because she just is like, you know what? I see them and I have, you know, like, I'm just going to go over there and I'm just going to like, I'm just going to talk and talk and maybe it'll help me feel better. And I, uh, right. you know, and just right. not read the room. And I, yeah. you know, and that's why I like her so much because yeah. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> like, she's so yeah. good at it. Yeah, and it's a funny person for it to happen to because Shanae yeah. is like, you know, she's so been more likable this season, but it's still, yeah, and that too. Like, she wanted it so bad, it made it even funnier that she was being uh, being thwarted. But I don't know why she wouldn't just, like, invent a reason to get up and leave because Tyler's not going to just stick around and talk to Jill for very long. No. 
you know, he'd well, get out of there as soon as he could. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. Because you also realize Jill is a time goblin. Like, she's not going to just naturally edit herself and end the conversation. Like, she's 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 going to just keep going as long as you'll humor her with that. Well, we're going to take yeah. a quick break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about what's happening on Jill. She has a right to be worried, and we'll talk about why. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. And we're back. So Jill is cock-blocking everybody, sobbing, wandering around, <laughs> holding the crystals. And um, meanwhile, Doug, Katie, Anna, Jacob is on a date immediately after we've watched them have this cute date, him being like, well, you got me now. He immediately says to Kate, yeah, Jill's not my person. She's definitely not my person. I'm not thinking about Jill. And they cut to the editing on this was really fun. They cut to Jill going, he has to choose me or go home. I will blow his dick clean off of him. I mean, it was bananas. And he's just immediately just like making out with Kate, right and left, all of it. What are your thoughts, Doug Benson? Uh, you know, but he peppered all of his conversations with to, with her talking about, you know, like you said, he said he said Jill wasn't his person. But he also said that, you know, uh, that they agreed that they should explore and that Jill's done some exploring herself already. You know, he's like just setting it up so he's not such a bad guy. But also yeah. Kate, Kate is just so laser focused on getting somebody's rose. But that's what's where I think Kate is making a mistake is that. It, I feel like Jacob, if, if Jill comes back and they have a rose ceremony and Jill is, if she plays it, you know, the way Jill's going to play it, she really yeah. gives him a hard time. He might give her a rose just because he feels bad. And uh, Kate could end up getting, you know, left out of the equation and not have worked any of the other guys. Cause I think there's a few guys there that would give Kate a rose. Cause she just is so uh, ready to, you know, get you know mix it up like she makes out with people right away on their first date you know 
Guys, do you think, do you agree with Doug? Do you think that he would, if Jill came back and pulled a Jill, do you think he would be scared and give Jill the rose? Or do you think horniness will win out and go for Kate? Katie. I, I kind of think the horniness might rule. Yeah. Like he might go for that. He really seemed into her, uh, into Kate, Kate, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I feel bad for Jill, but for I kind of just just sitting having conversations. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I think I think my go Kate. Which of the new guys like would you have talked? So they had the guy whose head was on the platter that came in. Like the, the guys were set. The yeah. guys that were the guy whose head was on the platter that got wheeled in on the um, on the uh, hotel cart. Yeah. Then we have Olu, who is sweet as can be. Mm-hmm. Then we have Alex. We have Thor and Tyler. Thor Which and one? Tyler, obviously. Thor, <laughs> yeah. dude. I would go for yeah. Thor. Oh, my God. They're both really hot. <laughs> yeah. Can you believe how... I was, I mean, we, we love our I, Alex, but can you believe how many versions of this franchise he's been on his banana? I know. I yeah. was, honestly, like, Alex, you have to fall in love. You need to start falling in love. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised that Shanae didn't go for Thor. I don't know why. I was like, that seemed like her type more. But, but as uh, Doug pointed out, she didn't say the phrase commodity. True, you're right. Yes. Wait, Tyler, though, I think he likes Britney. I mean, yeah. they seem to really hit it off at, at the pool when they were making out. Yeah, he does. It he feel like does it feel like Tyler has bulked up since Rachel and Gabby oh, season? No. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. Okay, I was like, I don't remember him I, being this buff. I know when he, he took off his shirt, I was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> I know. I was like, that was the Carney guy. Like they all. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, I pulled up a photo of Michael from. From Katie's season, it's like a completely different person. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. It feels like Tyler went full gym tan laundry, like <laughs> yeah. on the Jersey yeah. Shore. Like it's he was like, all of a sudden like, wait a second. I think they no all No one's going to leave me at hometowns again. They all get better teeth. They all get uh, tans. They all, you know, get a really well-kept uh, beard or something. Like they all like really... Uh, really start getting it together you know because they got all the attention they get as soon as they come off of one of those shows i need to send you a photo right now i'm gonna screen grab this you guys are not gonna gonna believe it i'm gonna send you all i'm gonna text you a photo um here we go okay all right i've now i've now sent a case oh my god wait no really Yes. Yeah. Oh I'm my send, god. Okay, so gym. I'm gonna send I'm gonna, I'm gonna send whoa, a photo whoa, and his whoa, teeth, whoa, whoa. his beard, his everything like the, about him is so different. Okay, so now I'm sending him now. I'm sending him to Incredible. Like, I mean that was just a year ago. It, like That's it's insane. Crazy. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, didn't think he got veneers, right? Oh, I for think sure. it looks like he also did like aggressive teeth whitening or something. No, no, those yeah. are like all he lasered new his no, teeth. They're, no, they're new teeth. Those are different. Look at the size they of look the like veneers, veneers, right? Yeah. Veneers, those are yeah. veneers. Yeah. It's the whole the whole thing is what's amazing is that you can <laughs> that you can actually it's I look, I've been put through the TV machine. And I feel like all they do is make me look unfuckable. Like I, I, I want to get, I want to, 
I need to get put through the reality TV machine. Like, how do I literally give myself 12 months to come back as a completely different person? You know what I mean? Like, all four of us put through the machine to see what we all looked like together. It would be so fun just for, like, one day if we could snap our fingers and go back. Yeah. Right, but the machine, the machine is a lifestyle. You know, they spend months being, you know, yeah. getting more ideas about how to present themselves, you know, because that first time they're on The Bachelor, they bring all their clothes from home. And yeah. they probably spend the whole time being told by wardrobe, do you have anything better than this? Well, it's you know, do you have anything that looks so stupid? Think about if you're turning into a different person, that's like you're doing doubles at the gym. Like you've like, how do you go to work? How do you have a life? Like that is a full time job. If you're changing. Yeah, he's neglecting his he's neglecting his kids to get those big arms. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> OK, so then that's so exciting. So then we have. um now, who was talking to Flo? Who was it? Who is Logan flirting with? Logan? Oh, he's with um, Logan's making out with who? Oh, her name is. Um, She's immediately making out too. It's like there's like yeah, no delay. they went right. They went he right went to right it. Right. Well, he was flirting with Flo, um, who also looks a little different. Still a stunner, but oh, Sarah. Who is Sarah? Oh, that's right, Sarah. Who is Sarah? What does she look like? She was the one who in Clayton's season got knocked out very close, you know, like fifth or fourth place because everybody discovered that she was just a lying cloud oh. chaser. Oh, that's right. She lied. And then she, that's right. When she cried on her date with Clayton and yeah. he said, I don't believe you. That's right. She was She's, a liar. I actually have no more tears to give. That's right. Like, what? That's right. She was a liar. I forgot about that. That's a fun. That's a fun character trait. I, I, I do enjoy a liar. I'm not gonna lie. It's it's a fun character. Yeah, but she seems to come into this season like she still obviously will make out with somebody that's already in a coupling, but she's also she seems softer as well. She seems like she's you know, more chill or at least trying to present well, herself. For as the well. first hour, for the first hour, I'm sending you one more photo <laughs> of Michael just cause it's exciting. This is from this actual season with Katie. Um, this is from his actual season with Katie when like they're getting to the final round. So I mean, he's a different person. Yeah. 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 I can still see it. Yeah. It's incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. I can see him in there. Um, is there anybody we haven't discussed that you guys want to discuss? Oh. Um, who haven't we talked about? I feel like there hasn't been that, like, there was, there was so much tears about moving rooms, like, and moving hotels, that there wasn't actually yeah. that many, like, it was the Andrew, <laughs> Jesenia, Rodney, and Eliza. I mean, Rodney... And Eliza were really so sweet. He's so sweet. Um, they're really good together. Like, and she said the she, they're so days. good together. And I am rooting for Lace, and I hope she gets somebody too. But um, it, she said the classic Bachelor line, you make me feel like a little kid. It's like, oh, my God. They all said. And he said, she seems like someone I can bring home to moms. I could be sick. And then he says, now I feel like I could be successful in this experience. Beautiful when, night. One thing I like. Girl. Yeah. One, one thing I liked, I like Brandon Serene. Like we didn't even see them much because like I feel like they both just have so much trust in each other Yeah. that like 
Brandon, you know, he just seems like the type of guy that would never do anything. And I mean, you saw him like saying something to Serene when they were saying bye. But like, yeah. she looks upset to be away from him, but she didn't seem worried, which I think is like really kind of nice to see. Yeah. Like, he just seems so trustworthy. You know? Well, I, w- I was surprised Johnny. Me too. Yes, I was surprised me Johnny. too. Johnny and Victoria did not see that coming. But also, I think it's interesting in the coming ups how Victoria is being tempted by our uh, our big boy Alex. I know. I I mean, look, Alex is gorgeous and nice. Like, he is a nice guy. And in person, he is gorgeous. Gorgeous. The shot of him, like, eating a yogurt or something and Genevieve fully passed out in the background. (laughs) (laughs) He's, like, so hot. And she's like, oh. Yeah, that was great. Um, well, would you guys? I have to say, um, this has been now. What, who do you think? How many engagements do you think we'll get at the end, Doug Benson? And who do you think it'll be? Oh wow! Okay, so uh, I guess Brandon and Serene will probably get engaged. Yeah, and possibly Rodney and Eliza. Yeah, mm, yeah. Um, and then Other will, than will that, be, I don't know. Will there be a thirsty couple that does it just to like get in People Magazine? <laughs> Maybe like Justin and um, Genevieve, but they, I feel like, well, those two or are. Aaron built and Genevieve? To, yeah. Or Aaron, yeah, Aaron, sorry. Aaron and Genevieve, I think, aren't, aren't really built to last because they're both just such big personalities that seem, seem to not, they're not ready to settle down, I don't think. I think they, you know, are just into being on these shows. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, Jacob, he's not going to get be he's not going to leave seriously with no. anybody. No. Uh, um, and Andrew also, I, I feel like he wants somebody to date. Like, you know, I think they all have this new option of like, oh, I'll just reach out to this person after the show's over as long as they don't yeah. leave somebody else. Well, I mean, now also, like, more people, I feel like in, in past years, more people have just been leaving together, not engaged yeah. like yeah. just being like we're just gonna stay together which i think right. is good that they're allowing them to do that right, right. and we know johnny's not ready because yeah. johnny was just on gabby and rachel's yeah. season and told gabby he wasn't <laughs> ready so we know, know he's not ready but they could date you know if they want yeah. to be together and date yeah go for it that's it what they should all do off. really yeah. yeah unless you're like a serene and brandon like yeah. don't even think about the engagement yeah like yeah. it's not worth it they're like the only two that I no, I, mean, they're I like, think they're for sure. They're like Jade and Tanner. They paired off the first yeah. night. That's yeah. that. They're just going to float at the other end of the pool and hang out on the day bed. And like, I'm here for it. That's why I like the show. Yeah. But that's like one season, Lace like hung out with the same guy for the entire summer. And then at the very last minute, he did something weird. And, uh, you know, and that got busted up. The fire. Yeah, yeah. They got tattoos together. Grant, they got tattoos that said grace on them for grant and lace they got it on their date and then which we've said before we'll say it again but you'll enjoy this doug because we haven't told you our listeners have heard this he went off to bachelor in paradise australia dated got engaged to another lady brought her back to la and the reason they allegedly broke up apparently is because he caught his friend eating her out in a stairwell well yeah i guess they got so drunk she cheated on him and he caught her being eaten out by her his friend and then she left yeah and she left out of australia yeah so whoa and then proceeded to like kick off any guy on her season that would bring up any sort of rumors about her (laughs) <laughs> I was like, well, they're pretty, pretty good rumors. They're pretty good rumors. Yeah. Um, 
Okay. So, um, you guys, we've gotten so many great uh, reviews. Doug, I have to say, you're you're a big hit with the fans. We've gotten a lot of reviews from the fans who are big Doug that they like when you're on very much. Um, Here's some of our reviews. Here's some of our reviews. Oh my God! So we're getting close to our 2300 by 2023. Can I just say, you know, we're on a mission, and you know, we have the best fans. Let me tell you what we're up to right now. Let me see if I can figure it out. We're up to 2,148, you guys. Right? That's exciting. That's like a big, that like honestly is legitimately. I also wanted to say like, and I was saying this to somebody this weekend. I actually never look at what the numbers are for this show. Like, I don't want to know. I do it just because I love doing it. It makes me happy. I like the community of it. And but the only ones that like, so the only metrics I ever look at are just like the numbers on our reviews. And so like, it really means a lot to me that you guys show up and like, thank you for rising to the challenge. So here's one we got. This is a five-star one from Jesse M. Allison, a gem of a podcast. I'm a newish listener after hearing Arden on Lady to Lady, Katie. That's your podcast. Oh, hell yeah. And this quickly became one of my all-time favorite podcasts. I have hate-watched the franchise for years, and now I have a whole new group of friends to laugh with after each episode. You guys can't hear me, but I gab along with you. I am very hopeful that Arden doesn't have to get her real estate license, and you guys can tour and make a stop in D.C., please. Thank you for making me snort laugh and for talking about confidence and mental health without the grating earnestness that so many others employ. Because of this podcast, I am retiring all of the arrows that I've doled out to others in years past. Lots of love to the main crew and to all of the great guests. Jess, how sweet is that? That is really sweet. I well, love look, that. We were invited to a wedding in D.C., so you never oh, know, yes! you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were afterwards at the live show. You know, it was yeah. so sweet. My brother who did the show with us, shout out Alaric Marine. He was really aware. He really pointed out like just how sweet our fans were and like how many people even came up to him and more, you know, I was just so touched by how many people open their hearts and like come and they're like, you guys helped me. And I felt like I had a hard time or I lost somebody or I had a divorce or like how crazy that this freaking show about the bachelor has actually also become a community where like, it's okay to be not okay and keep going and thrive, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It was so fun. I mean, and Dr. B, you were just swarmed. Oh my God. Shout out. Remember when I said on the podcast last week about how I wanted somebody to make mittens and meow cut out? Yes. Well, they did. I will have to post a photo. And then they were uh, these. So this amazing woman, Alexis, who's like in, has this is in the art. She's like an art director. Had her staff made giant like cutouts of mittens and meow that we put on stage. And then they're sitting with me in my apartment now. But they were outside um, Union Hall on the sidewalk, and like dogs kept like barking at them as people went by. They were like the hit of Brooklyn. Could you believe seeing mittens and meow out on the sidewalk? I mean, it was perfect for hometowns, which we did do. So get ready. Get ready to hear my suitor. I also, Dr. Banana, I put them in the window of my mom's apartment and took a picture so you could see them. And I'll send oh, them. Oh, you can? I need yeah. to see that. Are they I'll just t- there all the time? Just well, they're so, the city? it's so big that it kind of blocks out the light that like, oh. <laughs> so now they're just staring at me in my living room. Um, That's all right. funny. 
There's one more review and then I'll read, a, uh, I'll read the uh, email. Five stars from Michelle Ma'am. Why did it take me so long to review? Um, I've been listening to this pod from the beginning and I'm sorry for not becoming a champion fast enough and taking this long to review. This is by far my favorite podcast and I look forward to it every week. Arden, Katie, Dr. Banana, and all of the guests, especially my faves, Aaron Foley, Jim Jeffries, and Rob Benedict. Oh my God, shout out to that trifecta. Are amazing and the laughs over here just don't stop. This is the best Bachelor podcast ever and I still watch the show solely to listen to this thank you so much for happiness and laughter week weekly from this tired mom of two how sweet is that that's pretty sweet thank you okay we also got a really nice email you can email us at rosepodcast at gmail.com so Anna and I were in line at BravoCon which was like so bananas and I was about to go to the bathroom and I met this adorable young lady named Joanna who was so sweet. She was there by herself. And then I, she was like, Arden, oh my God, I love your podcast. I was like, oh, Dr. Banana's on the floor over there. She was like sitting there in line saving, it's like saving a spot. And then I was like, do you want to meet Dr. Banana? And then she like freaked out. I brought her over to meet Dr. Banana. And she sat with us in line and like sat with us in the show. Okay. Do you want to hear her email, Anna? Yes, please. Okay, Arden and Anna. Love meeting you at BravoCon. It was such a pleasure to meet both of you and to sit with you for the Modern Love panel. I've been listening to this podcast and Patreon since the beginning, and you've both been such a light in my life the past seven years, plus your amazing guests. It was so awesome to see how funny and down-to-earth you are in person. It was a blast to giggle with you. Also, Arden, you absolutely killed it as Sonia Morgan in Bravo Theater, and I loved your Sonia by Sonia Morgan dress. The audience was dying over your impression of Sonia during the scary island photo shoot the group is so funny and i hope you're part of another bravo theater soon me too i'm sure you rocked it at the live show on sunday i hope to see you in person or at the moment house or Arden's birthday extravaganza in december and i hope your suitor enjoyed his hometown date with alaric and ashley i and then she uh attached the photo how sweet was joanna I mean, the best. Like you hung out with us the whole time. We, I, I had a great time with Joanna. Joanna's the shit. She was just adorable. Well, okay, let's go do tweet of the weeks. Oh my god! No, they did not. No, they did not. Oh yes, they This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. 
Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Are you guys ready for Tweet of the Week? Yes. Okay, great. Now, if you win the Tweet of the Week, remember to email us at rosepodcast at gmail.com your mailing address so the amazing Dream Queen Julie can mail you a sleep crown, um, which has been so great. Doug, have you, do, you, have you, do you have the travel one or you just have the regular ones? Uh, regular. The regs. Got the regs. Do you love it? We talked about this before. My girlfriend loves it. Yeah, that's great. So I love it. That's how that works. That's exactly (laughs) right. That's exactly right. Well, um, okay, here we go. This is from our girl, Cheyenne Constant at Trixie Firecracker. Jill blocking Sinead to complain about missing Tarzan. Like, hello, ma'am, A, read the room. B, you saw Adam, right? He's like hot Jacob after he went to Oz and got a brain. Yep. Um, yeah, that's just facts. That is just facts. Here's some Alex at Jewel Tone Champ. Michael, this new batch of girls is beautiful, fresh, kind of brand new. Glad to hear he's expanding vocabulary to include other yet equally creepy ways of saying youthful. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is from Matthew Donahue at the Sourcastic. Danielle to Michael. What's on your mind right now, Michael, that Laura is looking down on us and smiling from the star that Sierra bought me? <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, this is from Samantha Parkington at Weird Porg. Logan looks like someone tried to draw Owen Wilson from memory. Yeah. <laughs> 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 This is so true. This is from Derek Jackson at No D Like Three One Six. Tonight episode. Tonight's episode of Bachelor in Paradise is sponsored by the Black Box Bikini Company. Black Box Bikinis for when you want to show all of yourself to everyone around you, but not all of America. Uh, yeah. Bachelor boyfriend at Bachelor Boy Fry Three. Michael flips his emotions from Sierra to Danielle faster than he flips PPE during a global pandemic. (laughs) He got caught doing that, Doug. That was like something he did. Wow. Um, Yeah. Okay, here we go. Um, This is from Jean at Aunt Gail's. You already know Michael's A's son is like, Dad, you have to go to Stagecoach. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, this is from... Santini 35 at Santini 35 is, quote, we've talked but never met in person, old man, for I slid into her DMs. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. And um, this is from Britt Paulson at Burit. This is why we can't have geriatric millennials on the show without giving them a life alert necklace. Uh, for real. <laughs> That's for okay, real. Yeah. Okay, and then the final two, final three, um, Justin Paul Spade at Justin Spade, Peter was dressed like an extra from a corn music video that accidentally time-traveled from 2004. <laughs> yeah, he was wearing, like, all black and, like, it was an interesting choice on the beach. 
Yeah. Uh, this is from Rebecca Feeney at Feeney. What is Aaron? What is Aaron going to do without James? I'm honestly unsure how he will survive without his emotional support, bro. <laughs> oh, it's true. Um, and uh, and that's it. I think Owen Wilson. That one's good. And what do Dad go to stagecoach? Uh, yeah, I like the stagecoach one. Okay, great. Okay, so Jean at Aunt Gail's. You already know Michael A's son is like, Dad, you have to go to Stagecoach. Or uh, Samantha Parkington at Weirdporg. Logan looks like someone tried to draw Owen Wilson from memory. Owen Wilson from memory or Stagecoach Doug? I, you know, any attempt to, uh, you know, make fun of Logan, I'm on board for. So I'm going uh, Owen Wilson. Fantastic. Uh, Katie Levine. I like Stagecoach. Okay. Dr. BB's. I think I got to go Owen Wilson from memory. I got to go also Samantha Parkington at Weird Porg. Logan looks like someone tried to draw Owen Wilson from memory. You are Tweet of the Week. You won yourself a sleep crown. Doug, it was such a joy to hear your takes. Will you join us again later this season and let us know where you're at with, uh, with your Paradise Thoughts? Of course I will. We love having you on. We adore you. What would you like to promote? Oh, you know, just go to douglovesmovies.com to see where I'm doing stand-up or Doug Loves Movies Live. We'll be doing shows together at uh, Sketchfest in San Francisco in January. That's right. I'll be doing Doug's shows the weekend of January 28th, and Doug will be doing our show on uh, Sunday, January 29th at Sketchfest. So, um, for sure, you got to come see us play then. Um, of course, uh, Dr. Banana and I have our Patreon. We're wrapping up with our Summer House reunion, and we'll be starting Winter House soon. We'll be telling even more details about BravoCon. And um, don't forget our merch, our champ merch is on our website, rosepodcast.vodka, and there's always great sales. You can just click the uh, merch link. Katie, what would you like to promote? Uh, as always, um, please adopt and foster uh, a, a dog, especially like honestly right now. I don't know why my Instagram keeps like showing me posts about dogs in the Houston and Dallas areas. And so apparently Aww. like it's just literally across the country. All shelters are really full, especially with big dogs, especially here in Los Angeles. Go to Foster for Life LA on Instagram if you live in LA and you want to foster a dog. Uh, it helps save lives. Also, make sure you're registered to vote. Uh, the elections are coming up, the midterm elections, and please make sure you are registered to vote if you live in Los Angeles. Do not vote for Rick Caruso. Vote for Karen Bass. And uh, Doctor, if you want to participate in Tweet of the Week, you can uh, you can uh, do it by tagging me and Anna on Twitter at Anna Hosney, H-O-S-S-N-I-E-H, or at Artemarine, M-Y-R-I-N, by midnight Pacific time, Monday and Tuesday nights after it airs, and do hashtag W-Y-A-T-R. Dr. Banana, what would you like to promote? Uh, I'm at Anna Hosnier on Twitter and at Selling Hosnier on Instagram. And I recently posted a bunch of photos oh. on my at Selling Hosnier from our BravoCon experience. So if you missed that 24-hour uh, stories window, I saved them all in my highlights under BravoCon so you can see what Art and I were up to the whole time. It's been such a whirlwind because I've been so tired and then I've had a bunch of auditions, but I'm going to be doing an entire, like probably like three posts of photo dumps both in the main feed and on the stories just of everything because we got it literally is was the most fun we uh, 
I had so much fun with Dr. Banana. And and I just want to give an extra shout out. She works so hard. We literally stayed up till four in the morning, like a couple nights in a row. She made these beautiful <laughs> really PowerPoints. Did. It was like, but it was truly like, we thought we would have a great time. And Anna worked so hard. And like, and it was so fun also just to see this, even being at BravoCon, uh, we met, like people were just going crazy for Anna. And like, just that people see... She shines bright and that you all love Dr. Banana. It was really fun just to be out and about with her and see everybody go batshit for her. So The thing you did, the, the Bachelorette thing you did at BravoCon, is that going to be like, can people hear it or see it? Um, we did the, at BravoCon, we, I did a staged reading of a Real Housewives of New York thing, which is on um, Andy Cohen's Sirius XM channel, and you can listen to that. Um, it's like, it's like, uh, uh, BravoCon Theater presents, and then we did a live podcast at Union Hall of our podcast, and um, we will be putting that up later this week. Uh, it's just a bunch of different tracks that uh, our lovely Katie has to work, edit together. So I know she's a busy lady. So when she is, has a moment, um, those that'll also be up, and everybody can hear that, and we'll post that on Instagram. It's not about. It's not about a specific episode episode or anything. It's more like a general uh, games and chat about the the show. It, we about the the live show. We did. Uh, we talked with everybody that was. We talked with like Ashley, I, grocery store Joe, and Serena about what they thought about all the season so far. Um, they also all would have picked James over Logan. We got some like hot tips about paradise we heard about their experience and sort of what their days are like for filming on paradise which was pretty interesting um yeah and we heard about like just sort of the experience of what it was like also going on like good dates and bad dates being on this season it was really interesting to talk to them about the actual day-to-day experience of being on the bachelor and paradise which i thought was pretty cool i can't wait to hear it Thanks, Doug. Well, until next time, my name is Arden Marine. Goodbye. Oh, yeah. Gonna get all up in you tonight. Gonna feel so good. I just got one little question for you, girl. Will you accept this rose? Oh, will you accept this rose into your world? This Rose is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. 
Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies to steal a moment for yourself before the week ahead. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.